Previously, on a podcast for everyone. Centuries ago, the religious figure Eddie became the subject of the widely practiced Star Trek religion, but the true source of his power was the butterfly god Holly. James has been attempting to confront this Holly regarding his own origins, but has been unable to infiltrate her fortress on Mount Olympus, despite help from his friends Kenny, Kyle, and Will. To protect the mountain, a cult of badminton sluts employed the help of the AI roboticists Good and Bad Charlotte. Good and Bad Charlotte and their army of metalhead robots kidnapped Kenny, Kyle, and Will during James's last attempt to scale the mountain. Hello everybody and welcome to a podcast for everyone, a podcast where we take songs by the band Busted and also some other bands and and fold them all into one long spanning narrative that we have dubbed The Busted Theory. I'm Carlisle and I'm joined as ever by my, my, my old buddy, old pal over there, Richard. How are you doing? I'm good. Happy New Year, Carlisle. This is the first time we've recorded in a long time. I just want to get Happy that out of the way. Happy New Year. It's January 1st. Our banter isn't, doesn't flow as freely as evidenced by the fact we just <laughs> spoke over each other. Uh, <laughs> uh, well, yep, and we're joined today by David Correos. He's back. Hello, I'm back. A pack for more. Um, and so, how much? Like, obviously, your fans have been demanding that you come back on this podcast. How you know? Has it been hard keeping it a secret from them so that you know? just for the hype reasons you know uh well just i'm just glad to i, I put it this way carlisle i uh i know how i know how andrew garfield feels uh doing <laughs> touring when he's part of something so beautiful and special and you know i'm just glad that i can finally talk about it again mm. <laughs> i i've just noticed i didn't notice this in the pre uh discussion but are you being lit with a ring light dave yeah i've got on the other side i've got um two lights it's just my it's just you know i, I, I understand i i understand the hustle <laughs> that's the hustle baby you know I'm, i get straight in, it's a it's it's this old it's the old podcaster versus the streamer lifestyle <laughs> you know it's it's a tale as old as time it's skaters versus scooters it's pepsi versus coke it's streamers versus podcasters it's crazy mm. I like that you're, for those not on the, the call, that you were like looking slightly off screen. It looked like you had a list of, of things pre prepared. <laughs> it's like Big Macs and Whoppers. It's like, it's like chips or fritters. It's mm. like chicken nuggets or chicken tenders. I, the list goes on, Richard, and it really does. I've got about four <laughs> got pages in front of me, of me right now. <laughs> But then you'll be you'll be left high and dry on the next podcast you guessed on. What did you ask me for more, Richard? It's like <laughs> onions and garlic. It's like water and Sprite Zero. Coke again. And co- <laughs> Carla, are you, are you LinkedIn on the same Google Doc? How, <laughs> Sorry. So oh, crazy stuff. Yeah, speaking of uh, um, garlic, though, I I was thinking of you when I did this, but I um, of garlic. I I made roasted garlic tonight. Um, you know when you Yum. like you cut the top off the bulb, uh, drizzle some olive oil on it, then just chuck it in the oven, and then it, you know you squeeze it, and it's like a paste almost. You can spread it. Have you ever it's, done that before? I thought when I was doing it, I was like, David, like this. 
it's delicious. It's like mm. nature's spread, you know. <laughs> Who would have thought we'd have little <laughs> little pockets of uh, pungent, uh, fragrant uh, garlic, you know? Or it's it's, uh, it's been around for millions of years. Back in the day, cavemen would put garlic bulbs in their air fryer and make this beautiful <laughs> garlic spread, you know. And it just it's really good for you to just you know uh, reclaim your roots, Richard. Mm. You know, as a garlic boy. Yeah, yeah. As my, a caveman. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm actually, my, my great great grandfather was actually a, bo- a bowl of garlic. <laughs> uh, and, uh, and when he died, obviously, uh, being garlic, he was buried in a tomb. <laughs> Is this thing on? Uh, I said, uh, your garlic grandfather was buried in a tomb. I, I sense the really meaning of tomb. I'm really trying. I'm, uh, Look, Google is laughing right now because it gets the joke. If you. <laughs> Google Assistant has just popped up on your phone and gone, good one, Dave. That's oh, really tomb. good stuff. Nice. Yeah, okay. I get it. T O U M. That's the one. Baby. Oh, sorry. In the Lebanese UK, we call galaxies. those graves. You call those graves? <laughs> <laughs> Everyone. Uh, that's a that's a fucking good reference. Thanks, bro. I've been I've been really working on my. <laughs> I have no idea what this thing is actually. It's uh, essentially to... mayonnaise, but it's stabilized with garlic instead of egg. Mm. That's an excellent joke. It's like the original aioli without that's a, that's without a the really egg. great joke to a. Oh, thank you. Quite a it's quite a small demographic of people that applies to, but uh, I reckon that there's at least one of them listening, and they lost their mind. <laughs> I think you just got a new subscriber, Dave. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> Today, we're talking about the son of Dork Song, Sick. Uh, Richard, what would you roughly say that the son of Dork Song, Sick, is about? Well, so this is one of those songs where it's going to sound like, you know, I'm exaggerating at all, but it's absolutely not. <laughs> so the song is about stalking a woman and saying that don't worry i'm not gonna kill your partner because it would inconvenience me yeah i didn't think that much of it the first time i heard it and listening to it over and over again to prepare for this week um has really made me appreciate it uh just by complete coincidence david is going to be a guest star on like the two episodes that I've done by far my most like musical analysis on. Ooh. So yeah, <laughs> for that. But uh, yeah, D- David, what did you think of this song? Yeah, this song sucked. <laughs> I, hated this. I hated this song. Oh man! So I just got like memories of the last episode that you guys brought me on, and it was just a slow winning over on um, on a song made by uh, Busted. And I was like, "Yeah, okay, I'm I'm into this." Yeah. And then I listened, guys. When I say that I put in effort, and I listened to this <laughs> song back to back, maybe like eight times an hour ago, <laughs> I can tell you safely that I fucking hated this song so Woo! much Woo! holy yeah, um... shit and it got worse because the first couple of times I was just appreciating the song mm. and then on the final listen I was like if I've got nothing to say about this I better listen to the lyrics and 
dude like what you guys were talking about just then that shit that shit stuck out so hard i was like what is this song this song is messed up is this the angst we all went through in the early 2010 2010s his thing i'm normally like very happy to under no circumstances give james bourne the benefit of the doubt right um but this time i i I, this time it, it comes across to me like it's definitely a character this time you know like i i think as well one thing we haven't mentioned is i think there's I think they they don't they've, they've gone about a weird way. I think they've used the wrong word at one point, but I think this I think it's maybe his the character's current partner and they're cheating on the character at this time. Right. And to me that justifies Well, me. he also cast himself um, as that character. Yeah. But also like what maybe. a what a whiny bitch. He was such a whiny bitch in the song. He's like, "Oh, I, I uh, could I could do this, but I might like David, kill you." You get very I desensitized won't. to whiny bitch energy in these songs after a few years. <laughs> Just after a few years. The first 3 years you're like God, this is so whiny. Um yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> This can I song. keep can I keep ripping yeah. into this song? Go for it. There was, oh, absolutely. That's why we brought you on. Oh dude, the like so I'm looking through this through like so right now I'm really into DMB, so I'm looking at it through a drum and bass lens. Yeah, and as and a I, drum and bass song, it's should. terrible. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I agree, David. This is one of the worst drum and bass songs I've ever heard. Uh lack of drum and lack of bass. <laughs> a lot of treble, so much treble. This shit When sounded- Pendulum dropped this, I was like, what are you guys doing? <laughs> <laughs> But there was just a point. There was a point when, you know, when, like, the guitar kicks in. Because there is a drop in this song. Mm, There's a drop into, like, the guitar stuff. And it's so loud. It just (laughs) distorts so badly. I listened to it on my phone to begin with. And I was like, I guess I'm not respecting this song by listening Mm. it out of a phone. So I put some headphones. It sounded worse, dude. How does that work? (laughs) The tinniness is in the song. And I was like, do I blame YouTube? And then I was like, no, I'll put, go on Spotify. I'll, I'll, I'll find it on Spotify. <laughs> it's not there, <laughs> guys. It's not there. Oh, yeah, it's not on in New Zealand, is it? Yeah, no. And it's just, it was just, oh. Every, t- like, I got, I got an- anxiety knowing that the drop of the guitars were going to kick in again because they were so loud and so scratchy. I was like, I just look. Only only one thing can be scratchy in a song and he's doubling down on the vocals and the guitars being scratchy. <laughs> I just, I fuck, fuck, man. So I tried so hard. It's very funny that you've, you've called out the vocals as a thing you didn't like because I imagine Rich and I are both going to be very positive on parts of the vocals of this song. <laughs> but we'll see what happens. <laughs> Is this a good song? Is this a good pop punk song? Uh, it's certainly a better pop punk song than it is drum and bass. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it ticks a lot more of the boxes, I'd say that. It's kind of like... <laughs> it's poppy, it's the, funky. The framework that I like kind of look at things through, I think, okay, is it is it a good reggae song? Is it a good <laughs> pop punk song? Is it a good drum and bass song? And one out of three isn't bad, frankly. Mm. Two not- out of three is almost unheard of. Um, three out of three doesn't happen. Yeah. The well, you, if you go like um the song Simple Plan did with Sean Paul, that's yeah reggae and pop punk. 
That was originally with I shouldn't have started this. I've forgotten his name. <laughs> What's Canaan? Is that a name of a man? Is that a name of a guy? Um, K K nine. Tick nine. Tick 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 nine. It's with the guy that made the waving flag song for that World yeah. Cup that one time. Canaan. Kanan. It is Kanan. Yeah. It is Kanan. It's funny, yeah, the, the Wikipedia page says it's a song by Canadian rock band Simple Plan featuring Somali Canadian rapper Kanan or Jamaican reggae artist Sean yeah. Paul. It sounds like it was just written by a racist person that couldn't tell the yeah. difference between the two. <laughs> 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 Refuse to check, it's one of them. Um, like literally it says genre pop punk, pop rock. Yeah, reggae. I don't know why there's two different versions of it. But there just is. Well, there was two different versions of um, Why Don't You and I by Santana. One featuring Chad Kroger of Nickelback. The other featuring Alex Band of The Calling. But, you know, you don't hear me going on about it. Speaking of Santana, just incredible (laughs) that, you know, they could get someone like Rob Thomas to make an incredible song like Smooth. What, like, do you mean it's in, it's crazy that they were able to fit into his schedule, or it's crazy that they were able to bring a good song out of the talentless pit that is Rob Thomas? <laughs> oh, we again we disagree. What? No, I, I I just <laughs> are you insulting Rob Thomas or are you praising Rob Thomas? No, no, I think no, I think Smooth by Santana is one of the best songs oh, to come out of fantastic. this generation. It's great. Like you, you didn't expect fun. it at all, but what a great, yeah, yeah. what a great. Uh, f- uh, followed closely by uh, Little Wonders uh, coming from the, the soundtrack Meet the Romses with Rob Thomas <laughs> from Matchbox 20 alright <laughs> mm. <laughs> I can't really I've never really listened to any Matchbox 20 uh, but wow. I do love Smooth, smooth you're, you're missing out on uh, Matchbox 20 there um, are you guys fans of Neil Sissiraga uh, which might be pronounced Neil because <laughs> it's just a really long name with a lot and a lot and a lot of vowels. But uh, the, yeah, I'm familiar the, with his work. It, he has a song called Smooth, which is a mashup of that and Smooth Criminal, and also the rap from that Bare Naked Lady song that everyone thinks is you know with the the chicken from China, the Chinese oh, yeah. chicken. You have oh, it yeah, and your brain starts ticking, and it's so good. I like it more than all three songs that it takes. It's it's is really yeah. really the good. crazy thing about Neil Sikariga is he's the so guy smooth, behind like Santana. He's he's the guy behind um, Potter Puppet Pals, Potter Puppet Pals yeah. and Lemon Demons, uh, the ultimate showdown of Alternate Destiny. Wow, what credits! And then he, he did he, Bustin. Yeah. I think he did I like a TED love. talk about going viral like six times. Yeah. I just wanted to say that reference to smooth was with how uh, smoothly you said that man's last name mm-hmm. confidently. I really think that was just an example of great confidence being used well. <laughs> Rather than being used for evil. <laughs> yeah, used all that evil confidence. <laughs> the, the dark that, was st- smooth. that was smooth like some tomb it was. Tomb <laughs> of the mm. Um... Right, so this song <laughs> starts. Um, it, it lets you know right out the gate it's going to be different um, because it's it starts with this orchestral soundtrack. We've got a string section playing these eighth notes. Um, it's not quite staccato. It's not quite spiccato on the strings, which is to say that it's a very light touch with the bow, so that it sounds what? very 
Is that strange? What's spiccata? I've never heard of that term. That's that's what I just said there. Oh, so, so, like, so spiccata is it, the light. Yeah, so a light touch, and it makes it makes it slightly more percussive. So it kind of becomes this this in between between a normal bowing of a string and pizzicato, where you pluck the string, which is very short and very percussive. No. Uh, spiccato does come across slightly more percussive, and it has this kind of strained quality that that can sound quite cool and it it's not quite there on this but it's it's almost there they're playing these these slightly sharper eighth notes um but they are still bowing them uh, normally i think mm. and yeah there's a string section doing this i think there might be a piano just making a drone in the background but uh, that might cooking later Um, and then the the vocals start. I'm gonna I'm gonna talk about the the rhythm of the vocals. Uh, but first let's 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 do some some of the lyrics. Have you got Have you got the lyrics open, Dave? And as yeah, guest, sure like do. Kick it off. It's more than a habit. I'm more than an addict. I'm parked here outside of your door. <laughs> no, you never lock it. Got your keys in my pocket. Lights all out, but I know for sure I am creepy stuff creepy stuff uh there's a common rhythm to most of those lines which is it kind of goes da 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 which to me it, it kind of evokes this like real snowballing thing because it starts very slow and it mm. speeds up and that repeats over, over lines and i think yeah that that can be quite symbolic of like what this song's about where like this stalking is getting more and more serious and the tension is rising because there is a real rise in the tension of this song we kind of start in this minor key before um, the sick drum and bass drop before the sick Mm. drum and bass drop uh right now we're still just on that orchestral that relatively chill orchestral background but these vocals which are in a lower register um the next section is going to take those vocals into a higher register so there's this mounting tension that's coming in and obviously the song the song matter is dark from Mm. from the get-go it's more than a habit i'm more than an addict yeah it's because once the lights Um, are all out so yeah of course it's dark. so remember i was saying like i think this guy might actually be in a relationship with this person Mm. um i think i think because i i know you never lock it is dark and doesn't necessarily negate anything because you know like if you're a really effective stalker you might know that um, well that's stalking 101 <laughs> that is stalking 101 uh which i forget stalking it's 102 is just... uh, never forget your ghillie suit <laughs> <laughs> uh but got your keys in my pocket suggest you know like that's why would you be aware of the the state of that door and how often it's locked if you had keys this whole time you wouldn't really care would you uh so i think there, yeah, those I, are keys willing, willingly given but um yeah yeah i think this might be his partner that he's following and he's aware that she's cheating on him and that's right. why he's following them uh that's radio interpretation facetious interpretation um i, I might forget to do enough Buster theory interpretation today. I've been That's fine. It's, we're getting too bogged down in the Buster theory. 
<laughs> the more you explain this, Carlisle, uh, I get a mixture of... Okay, so two things are happening. One, you're doing that magic thing you do where you slowly win me over on the song. And two, you make me realize this song is a manifesto. That's what this whole... He's just admitting to the crimes he's going to commit later on. Mm. David, we should get you one... Because, like, you've come on, like, two... One of two or three songs on this entire album mm. that i do like one one year <laughs> one year we should try and find one one season we should try and find one that you do like and i don't like and see if we can convince you that it's a bad song yeah. <laughs> when busted's fifth album is just a drum and bass album <laughs> <laughs> Oh, when Busted joined in with Sub Focused and made Sub Busted, it was incredible. <laughs> nice. <laughs> I assume they're a drum and bass act. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, as I mentioned, it's, it's going to go into that higher register. Um, and he doesn't, he says, 10 steps away from you, from you and him. So, that's the first mention we get of this other guy. Yeah. Um, and then he says, You remember earlier, I was like, I think there's a wrong word choice redemption is that a sin i think he might mean revenge <laughs> for being cheated on mm. and that works with my theory i don't i can't really do anything with redemption does that make sense to you in any way either of you uh that uh that stood out that was one of those uh prick points yeah. where i was like oh this this doesn't feel like like my autocorrect kicked in it was yeah. like oh yeah. I, do I enjoy this? Um, I don't. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what redemption has to do with. Uh, like, is he trying to like get her to apologize and mm. like show mercy? Mm. There's Redeemed. nothing. Yes. Sort of... Yeah. Maybe he meant exemption. Is that a sin? Like, she thought she was exempt from their exclusivity of their relationship. Yeah. I reckon this is one of those moments where you know when you like when you say a word but you don't really know like the proper <laughs> meaning for it but yeah. you still yeah. kind of use it and you like you know like self, sounds... self, self-depreciation yeah. self, self-deprecating it's the same thing redemption <laughs> he's gone in and be like this is what I think redemption means if I sell mm. it the only problem is now they've got two guys from New Zealand and the UK um, breaking this down <laughs> piece by piece and we we noticed we yeah. noticed James. he's being frankly I yeah. think he's being esoteric <laughs> <laughs> um, which is uh, yeah. my word of the day I bought a word of the day calendar Oh, yo. <laughs> nice. Um, yeah, it's... He... Um, I think... Like, because it sounds quite good by itself. Redemption is that a sin? It's an, an interesting and fun line. But when you try to contextualize it, you're like, sorry, what are you talking about, though? What do you mean? What's what's the deal? James Bourne? Or this possibly makes no the sense. other guy? I don't Pretty think sure James Bourne. Holding up I don't think the other guy scrutiny, like, uh, with context, is James Bourne's strong suit. No. <laughs> yeah, I I agree, Carla. I agree. With context. Also, Dave, you you wouldn't be aware of this, but some real life context as well. Um, James Bourne kicked me out of his Discord. I'm to date the only person to be booted from his Discord because I made fun of NFTs. Really? <laughs> yeah. So not only do are we like making fun of his band, but he personally doesn't like me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he knows you. He so also well. um stalked me in real life. 
<laughs> Yo, why, why are we giving Richard any time, Carla? Because there's shit about it. Just, oh, man. Yeah, but here's the thing, David. He stalked a lot of people. He's never kicked anyone else out of his Discord. <laughs> so so do you guys do you guys still like his music like even though Can't like can you separate the art from the artist what the 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 more concentrated his uh input is the less i like it like mm, he's been going on yes, for fucking months about this new album he's like the story of how i wrote my new album is insane and it's like he wrote it in a week he wrote and recorded it in a week <laughs> while in quarantine. Which he treats as like, a, you know, a feather in its cap. Yeah. But you see, people who want to make good albums work on them. <laughs> mm. I agree. I totally agree. I hate it when people like use rushing as like a like a positive. Yeah. Like, well, well yeah. okay. Uh, yeah. Good job. I mean, like, you, you have you ADHD. Sh- good job. You need to wait for it to come out and be positively received before you go, I didn't even try yeah but you know like he he has this weird almost cult of people that will just mm. absolutely lap up anything and everything he does but this album that's coming out is a sequel to one of the worst albums i've heard in my entire life so it's <laughs> well i mean we'll see yeah but i literally i put on i was talking to my friends that i have another podcast with about it mm-hmm. And I put on a song from it, the first song on it. Is it the first? No, the second song on it. And one of them said, Carlisle, this isn't real. You made this up to make James Bourne look bad. This is a song you made bad on purpose. <laughs> he has a song called Batman's House, which is about how he lives just down the road from Batman's house. And the, the, he recorded this in one take, improvised, on... Uh, his like voice memo app on his phone and he brags about this all the time but it's it's a ballad it's like a very slow very emphatic ballad on the album and it's just awful (laughs) there's a song called the beatles which is impossibly bad what Anyway, but yeah, we're fans. We're fans of James Bond. Um, so to answer your question, we just yes. we alienate his fans more and more every episode. But because I, I, I know there are people in his Discord server who listen to this show, um, which is wild to me. But they haven't they haven't tried to make things hard for us yet. So you know, and we do keep poking the bear just to see what happens. <laughs> What if I'm gonna come back for my third guest appearance, and you guys get like, "Yo, so we have ostracized ourselves completely mm. from the only fan base that will give your podcast a chance." <laughs> James Bourne is gonna start a like anti Carlisle and Richard podcast. He fucking oh would too, God. the little weasel. I would be so happy. Uh, Can yeah. you imagine? That would be the best day of my life. <laughs> all you need is one episode of him parodying you guys. Yeah. And I think that's, yeah. that's all. Set, set for life. <laughs> oh, that would be the best thing in the world. Um, I've, I've mentioned so, yeah, it before, the, but the one of, one of the other members of Busted, Charlie, got into a Twitter feud with The Rock because he tweeted one of his <laughs> friends being like... Oh, they, oh, it was... Because he'd clearly watched the uh, Jumanji Welcome to the Jungle with this friend and they didn't like it. And his friend, yeah. like, 
tagged him and they're announcing they're making a sequel and charlie replied being like haha i wonder if it'll be the second worst movie ever made and it's clearly just like <laughs> these two friends and the rock replied to it and was like hey how hey here's a fun like thing how about uh, i listen to your fucking next album in front of you and see like see how you like my feedback or something like that how was i completely unaware of this oh it's so fucking weird uh, and like this is just like absolute like i mean to, to to the rocks credit fucking love um those jumanji movies but it was just like a, a private rocks exchange credit, one of between... the best rap verses i've ever heard <laughs> but, um it's um but yeah just like he has the most fragile ego and just just like yeah how about i fucking listen to your music and <laughs> and it's like well then you would find that it's excellent so <laughs> yeah I defy the rock to give behind the devil's back a bad review. Um, but yeah, so the after that, so David mentioned that this song builds to guitar here, and we kind of get it, it becomes, you know, unambiguously a rock song at this mm. point instead. Of well, still of elements of reggae and drum and bass. Up. Yeah, there's still the reggae and the drum and bass, mm-hmm. but um, the. <laughs> David, you mentioned that you thought the guitar here was very badly produced. Yeah, I hated it. Eh? I, thought, <laughs> yeah, I, thought it, I thought it sucked. But this is all this is all subjective. It is all, but I I don't really I, have any strong feelings one way or another about the production on the guitars on, on this one. Did you did it did it stand out to you, Richard, as being particular? Uh, I know I know what Dave's talking about. That this album is like the like the bit rate for this album is low. Right. Okay. It's not a it's not a very clean sounding album. And I think that's like this is this is what a low budget album sounds like, which is yeah. not something you hear very often. But like you know, low budget movie you can peg straight away, um, but you don't hear low budget music like often enough. I think. And this is what like two thousand and five. Yeah, two thousand five. Two thousand five. Yeah. The picture looked so lame. I hated it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I hate this whole, I hate it. They look, they look like Christian Sum 41. Like, it looked so... I was like, what the fuck is this? Are they a they Disney do. Channel band? Like, what is... Is this, like, the new... The Radical favorite, Skateboard sitcom? My, my favourite thing about their image is that their drummer was, like, in a hardcore band before he was in this. Which I always find super interesting. Mm. Is hardcore it's like a cool? Is that like a cool genre compared to? It's well, son of that, door. That's that's also subjective, but it's like it's it's like a metal genre, you know. Like it's the kind of thing you wouldn't ever be like, oh, who are these people? They a Disney band. Mm. <laughs> what is Where, this yeah, big time rush? Went up to this. <laughs> there we go. There we go. Um, um, a friend of mine, um, I found her old Twitter account, and she tweeted like. 80,000 times in the space of a few years and I worked out that it was she had tweeted every 45 minutes for like 6 or 7 years um, and then I found out <laughs> that was one of 3 Twitter accounts she had and one of the other ones was a big time Rush fan account that she like ran for Australia ran wow. for Australia yeah so like she, like it was like the Australia big time Rush fan club okay <laughs> and her name was Chloe Swarbrick <laughs> That's a very funny reference, Carlisle. Um, yeah. 
I just, I'm just, that's what I'm here for, right? Just here for the gag, for the zingers. Mm. <laughs> to find my way in. Because <laughs> this, um, song, this song is hard, guys. This is like hard mode for me. Yeah, we, well, I'm about to make it harder. We didn't mention that uh, the... Just say something real a, sad. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't mention that there's a Star Trek religion in this universe. So, redemption, <laughs> is that a sin? We could just be learning a little bit about the status of the Star Trek religion and what they believe, and they believe it's not okay to try and redeem yourself, I guess. Weird take, but hey, I'm not religious. <laughs> there were the hundredth episode of Star Trek The Next Generation is called Redemption. It was a two-parter. It's perfect. Wow. It's I mean, it's there in the text. <laughs> how do you guys still have steam with this podcast <laughs> like <laughs> <laughs> this is this is like you guys are like hey how do we make the hardest podcast <laughs> ever <laughs> and you know what i really congratulations for keeping this up well, thank you thank you i i i really like that it's like we've made the most esoteric podcast imaginable and then coming on and referencing uh like green mp chloe swarbrick (laughs) just (laughs) making it even more niche Uh, (laughs) she was the uh the okay boomer the okay boomer person yeah yeah, yeah. nice uh, i do love it when people say that <laughs> so yeah, we we get into a chorus um here. It becomes unambiguously a rock song. Um and it's we play I think we get the first major chord as well at this point. Um we start on I think maybe the four chord, which is a major chord in a minor key. Do you want to take the the lyrics? I'm I'm going to talk about that more uh after the chorus, but do you want to take the lyrics there, Richard? Yep. I'd never run him over. I wouldn't want to dent my car. I'd never rip your throat out because that could leave a nasty scar. So I'm going to go out, get drunk with my friends, try to get myself out of this funk. I'd never screw my life up because of how sick you are. Sick. More like ick. This guy's got (laughs) heaps of them. Things that give you the ick when he's standing outside your door (laughs) knows that you don't lock your door. (laughs) This, This whole song is just... 10 red flags <laughs> so fucking this album is... this is the 10 tracks on this album are all red flags yeah. this like this is the this is the oh, that's a good idea for a concept album i'm gonna write that down <laughs> red flags album. Red flags. this verse <laughs> this verse uh what what is this guys what is this like... all right let's let's cast our minds back to 2005 dave you and i were 12 ish. 13. 12 slaves. <laughs> you know, like when people talk about HP Lovecraft, just a bit, guys, you got to talk, you got to think about this at the time it was written, you know? Like, stalking was okay back then. Um, and Carla, how old were you in 2005? Ooh, my late 40s. Uh, <laughs> three. Uh, eight. Eight. Yeah. So, eight to 13. Do you think that, like, because I, I always quite liked the... I'd never run him over because I don't want to dent my car. Um, yeah. I always thought that was a funny sentiment. 
but you know as i've um as i'm approaching rapidly approaching 30 um and dave you're even closer than i um, it's wild it's it's now it just hits too close to home i think what why why what what uh-huh. you had me for that whole well i i, I could sense i was losing words. you so i just jumped ship as quick as i could <laughs> <laughs> no what what do you mean what do you mean you relate to denting cars like because insurance i've i've dented so many cars dave you know this as well as i do i one time you dented yourself remember yeah, that? I fucking, scooter? yeah i do remember <laughs> it's that. fucked up man. <laughs> um for those that don't know a few years ago i got run over by a car um <laughs> like full-on run over yeah. like a speed bump yeah um christ yeah no true story um but i do also think that like that that event really opened my eyes to the fact that i i think i can't be killed <laughs> try it excellent see what happens <laughs> come on the... james board you got a problem yeah. with this come on i, come and try I and invite anyone listening to this to try and murder me <laughs> and just see how far you get <laughs> sobbing and uh, pissing your pants i reckon that's how close i could get <laughs> <laughs> like, like you'll be at that point you'll be at that point you'll be like sobbing like please don't kill yeah. me there, there have been times in my life where i think some of the closest times i've been to death was either because or of or with you we almost because died that me. time remember remember that time we almost died yeah i've got i've got yeah 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 but how <laughs> when was of <laughs> I don't, what, I don't so let me paint a picture for you guys so there was we were at a bonfire oh, it wasn't even really a bonfire there was just someone started a fire in this person's backyard what what, what are we talking about <laughs> and then <laughs> trying to change the subject eh? um and then dave disappears for five or ten minutes and then he comes back in his underwear somehow having obtained a vest and an axe <laughs> and just like complete like no emotion on his face but is like He's like i just you're ran storytelling over right now dude and is dude, and is just like making a beeline for the fire well okay your yeah, anger i guess would be the emotion the prevailing emotion um and it's just like and everyone's like dave where did you get an axe um <laughs> it's me i'm the x guy and then i remember there was like a um an office chair upside down on the fire and spinning the like the wheels and just spraying molten plastic in like a, a circle around that was good times but did you die no but you, my life flashed before my did eyes did you burn did you burn did i burn you probably i mean i, I was fucking i mean we know no, he, i didn't we know burn you cannot die yeah yeah no you so. tried i'll give you that it was a valiant effort <laughs> but i cannot be killed Dave. it was a piss poor effort <laughs> and i for the record i was not sobbing or pissing my pants as dave <laughs> promised <laughs> that, just, that just goes to show how much further i can push it i'm 29 i think now, that's bro. all you've got I'm dave not... <laughs> <laughs> you don't know me <laughs> i reckon you're over the threatening hell you look fucking adorable right now 
Oh, thank you. I don't think I can be scared of you anymore. My uh, my prefrontal cortex (laughs) fully developed, and I and shame is what came out of that. So (laughs) really, really set me back. eh? really holds me back. Mm. This old shame. Uh, (sighs) Well, are we back? Are we back to? To go and dissecting the soul, we <laughs> and we're always kind of in a. It's we're we're star-crossed to dissect this song. Well, I think we're um, always dissecting the this song. We just happen to catch what an hour and maybe an hour and twenty minutes of um, <laughs> the discussion about it, and for once in our lives. Yeah. <laughs> the uh, yeah, so I made a mistake. I said it was the four chord. It starts on. It's the seven chord, but that is still sorry. It's the six chord. I knew is, four yeah. sounded wrong. It's still the yeah. It's the major. Um, <laughs> it's getting that like major hit in the, as these guitars come in, which I think does change the tone quite dramatically. And the lyrics kind of change tone as well. They're still really dark, as we were saying. Mm. I'd never run him over. I wouldn't dent my car. I'd never rip your throat out. But, like, the the framing of them is different. Whereas, you know, in the verse we've got this... It's like it's, It feels like it's mounting to murder. Like I said, there's, there's this real rise in the tension. He's talking about stalking. He's mm. talking about his distance from his potential victim. Mm. Um, but in, then we get this major chord, and he's like... I'd never actually do it. I think yeah. that's a really good effect. Well, it's like it's like the um, Joss Whedon defense of like, no, I was joking. I'm not actually threatening <laughs> you. I just feel like when Heath Ledger said these same lyrics in The Dark Knight, I just felt like they hit a bit harder. Hearing yeah. it through James Bond. What did it sound like, like when Well, Heath look, Ledger it's unfair it, to compare anyone to Heath Ledger, you know? Can you give us a... <laughs> A one man. Hey, I'd never run him over. I wouldn't want to send my car. I'm the Joker. It's me, Heath Ledger. I'm in Dark Knight. Dave, I just want to thank you for being the one to pull that performance out of you. You have made me feel like Christopher Nolan. (laughs) Yo, wait till you hear my Interstellar. Yo, this is me. This is me to be in the ship in Interstellar. I'm a big fucking ship and uh and uh I'm made for space travel not for time travel I'm not a time ship it's me I'm the ship from Interstellar I what what I'm wondering now Dave is what would happen if the ship were to meet Heath Ledger's Joker ship i went through <laughs> i went through the the space-time continuum and now i'm in a place called gotham city i just wanted to get a slice of pizza hey you want to get a slice of pizza i'm gonna slice your neck off buddy get get away from me hey who's this uh, i've changed several times no, I, 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 can, I, can, yeah, yeah, I can i can i can see it i thought fun. you were gonna compound it by because he started like I'm the ship like just every time being like well I'm Heath Ledger hmm. <laughs> I I thought we were gonna jump in with some characters there Carlisle if, I leave that to the professionals man to. we don't have to <laughs> <laughs> what what character were you well I play? thought you know he was talking about pizza in in the city I was gonna say New York but you made it explicitly clear it was not New York City and I thought it might be fun if one of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles turned up <laughs> <laughs> hey 
Dynasty. Now I, yeah, I was gonna say I don't. It's I never really me, watched the series. Not a fucking tello, huh? <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, it starts uh, on somebody's there. got some fucking pizza. Huh? <laughs> and who's this fucking? Dirt? I just went. I just ripped through the space time and continuum, and now I'm seeing this turtle come out of the the goddamn hubcaps. I'm from Gotham. I'm the Joker, but I never seen this happen in my life either. Uh, and then oh, now this is oh crap! Now I think that um uh. My brother, Raphael, is joining us. What's up, guys? It's me, Scooby-Doo. Rut-Row! <laughs> Bro, that's I'm my fucking guy thing. That- Raphael, don't fucking mock me, okay? Sorry, you're Donatello. I don't give a shit. I'm Scooby-Doo. I don't, I don't give a shit about anyone. <laughs> this catchphrase. This fucking dog keeps talking like none of us, but he's got the the same kind of charisma <laughs> that we all seem to share in this very darkly lit city. And I would have gotten away with it too if it weren't for you, dog, caring so much. Please stop patronizing me, Donatello. I got a margarita pizza here to go for a guy named Interstellar Ship. <laughs> that was me as the New York pizza uh, huh. who'd immigrated, the New Yorker that immigrated to Gotham City. To and honestly, he's it's just the, it's, here to Honestly, sweep. it's the only place in Gotham to get authentic New York pizza. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's just guys, crazy I'm... in these times, you know, with inflation. <laughs> the I can't coronavirus. 99 cents. <laughs> I'm Norville Roberts. Have you seen my dog? <laughs> <laughs> How do you guys think that uh, the Joker would have dealt with coronavirus? I think it would have sounded a little something <laughs> like this. <laughs> I'm the Joker and I've got coronavirus. <laughs> Did I ever tell you how I got this mask? There you go. That's a great contextual joke. Um... Oh, that's our out. That's our out. Let's that's drop it. As soon as, so as, soon as someone actually starts... tried at their impression, you ruined the bit. <laughs> <laughs> so this chorus starts on F. I think you made that beautiful color. A major chord. Um, but, uh, and it falls down as that line goes on back to the root, which is A minor, which to me gives this real sense of resolution to the line, I wouldn't want to dent my car. Like it really, it adds extra importance to like, that's what's important to him. It's like, I'm so, you're so beneath me that like, it's not worth getting my car buffed out. I was beneath a car once. Uh, uh, <laughs> <I'm>, <laughs> car related trauma just give it a rest right? okay. um, the- <laughs> yeah, what are you on your full license <laughs> can you drive car uh, uh no i can't it was very cool of you to bring that up and just shame me on this yo carlo yo carlo same here though same here nice. I, I don't know how to drive others see you we- can't bring us down richard we've got solidarity well i don't yeah, need to bring you down drive. i was just asking if you needed a ride anywhere uh, nice, yeah. 
Yeah. Yes, yeah. desperately. I cannot drive. <laughs> yeah. Richard's good like that. I have parts experience. Yeah. I whenever I I was one of the last people in my friend group to get their license. Well, a lot of them had their restricted for a long time, would drive me around elite or their provisional, I don't know what you call it in the UK. Um and they and then I like leapfrogged them and got my full. So then I was able to give them rides legally. And I always like in the many years that I was scamming rides off people, I always wanted to, I always vowed that, you know, I wanted to be the guy that people can just call anytime and be like, Richard, I'm stuck. I need a ride. And I would be there for them. Mm. What the fuck? That's been a feature yeah, in our friendship this whole time. It's like, what, 11 years now? Oh, dude. Yo, Carlisle, I reckon you should use that. That's a really expensive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, can you help me drive my band's stuff on Friday? We got a gig. Yeah, man. Thanks, Just bro. bring it by mine. <laughs> <laughs> I will. I will bring the band stuff to your house yeah. so that we can I'm drive. Can drive it wherever you need, bro. <laughs> uh, cool. So yeah, the, I wouldn't want it in my car. It repeats that same cord pattern i'd never rip your throat out because that would leave a nasty scar and then it changes a bit and he kind of the the rhythm of the lyric speeds up when he says so i'm gonna go out get drunk with my friends try to get myself out of this funk i'd never screw my life up because of how sick you are that line because of how sick you are first of all so the chorus the the chords bump, 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 bump. yeah there's a weird amount of scatting <laughs> quite and that's that's where it gets the reggae points. <laughs> reggae famous for its scatting. The um, the it, it kind of cuts out all all the chords and the music stuff cuts out to give extra emphasis because of because of how sick you are. But the the notes in that melody I think are quite interesting because because of how um, our B, which is the note above the root A, so it, it kind of it's naturally wanting to resolve. It's naturally wanting to fall back down to the root. And if I was writing that song, I probably would have um, naturally felt to go, because of how sick you are, I probably would have like dropped it down one, I know, early, but it actually goes up to the third, which is the minor third mm-hmm. in this instance. So it's it's got a little bit more of that, so that dark edge you're to You're admitting you're not as good a songwriter. you are. Um, that was a terrible performance of that, but that's fine. Um I'm not like a singer or anything. <laughs> uh, because ha- Carlisle, <laughs> because stop. House- You're amazing. <laughs> Thanks, bro. Um, because of how sick you are. And that making that the you go up um, a note when I would expect it to fall down gives extra emphasis to the you. And it's like, that's the kind of the, the, the fun irony of this song, which I'd normally, you know, if it was a different, if it was handled worse than this i would have been like this is just another one of those songs where james doesn't realize he sounds insane mm. but i think it's all <laughs> like just part of that character because it's like he's being like almost ironic where he's like because of how sick you are you're yeah, the right yeah one. the whole song think- is like the from, from the point of view of a sicko and it's like yeah, yeah no actually that's that's a, a fun little extra layer i'd never thought yeah. of and i think it, it lends credence to the the idea that i had that where it's a from a radio point of view it's about him being cheated on because that's what mm. makes her sick is that she'd do it to him okay so he's talking in he's 
he's exaggerating because he knows that he's got like something to actually stand on but she actually crossed the line and cheated on him mm. yeah i, th- I think that's ways? what's happening yeah because he's oh. he's 10 steps away from you from you and him he's got the keys to the house presumably yeah. he he sometimes lives there as well and yeah it's um he knows that she's in there cheating with him you know she's behaving in a in a sick way and it makes him want to it, it makes him like think about murdering them but you know then he thinks you know it's not worth it i'm just gonna go out with my friends and get drunk and we've all been there you know we've all wanted to murder someone but gone out and got drunk dave and i went out and got drunk it's relatable one time and dave threatened cannibalism what (laughs) (laughs) do you remember that time that we were i i do that every time we hang out i just bring up weird stories i remember about us um whether that's on a podcast or not but we we went to the casino and um you said would you guys want to like just cut off a little bit of your skin we'll fry it up no not the skin and eat each no, other the flesh. the flesh down to the flesh I'm and um dealing with crackles we'll, and we'll like and we'll fry it up real nice and we'll like you know and eat it but we'll like eat a bit of each other and then we were like no and you said no 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 guys it's for a video <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh, have you heard of a little youtuber called logan paul the last time he put dead flesh on a camera, he went viral. So, you know, I mean, we would have been so ahead of the content. curve as well. It would have been so ahead of the curve, and it would have been more fun. Like it would have been a well, because it would have been fun. like a togetherness. I thing. agree, it would have been more fun oh, <laughs> than the video. Logan Richard, Paul Richard always leaves out context, and the context for this <laughs> was that. I said it really fun like, and Richard said it. Richard said it. Richard read it out like something you'd read in court, and like nothing ever yeah. sounds good when you read it. Like, so yeah, here's the court. scene: we're at the casino. We sit down. Dave doesn't say anything for forty minutes. Yeah, let's let's role play. Let's, let's role play. Let's role play. Let's role play. Let's role play. All right. Um, who are you? I'm. I'm. Am I being you? No, I'm, 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 I'm me. All right, and, oh, and Carlo, you can be Aaron. You're clearly, you're clearly being Scooby Doo right now. And Carl, Carlo, you're Aaron. <laughs> okay. okay. <laughs> oh, hey, um, Dave, you haven't said anything in forty minutes. Um, you've just been staring okay. at me, um, drooling. <laughs> Is there something on your mind? Yo, so I've got. I'm doing this new thing. Right? <laughs> Weird. Guys, I need money. <laughs> I'm doing this new thing. Look, Can anyone give me money, me, Aaron? Aaron, I have got, I have got a, uh, I've got some big money for you, Aaron. Yo, okay, had this hilarious idea. <laughs> okay, I was thinking about this for ages. It's so funny. Okay, I'm thinking like a game show type. You know, have you guys seen game shows before? Uh, me, Aaron? No, no I'm, I'm yeah. an idiot who's never seen anything. But um, from context, <laughs> I could probably guess what they were. Mm, okay so imagine that vibe everyone's having a really good time and i mean haven't you guys ever heard that human flesh tastes like pork have you heard that one uh it feels like you made quite a leap there from have you seen game shows to do you know what human (laughs) flesh tastes like yeah yeah yeah. is there some kind of connective tissue i personally do know what human flesh tastes like actually do you surprisingly gamey surprisingly gamey 
I okay, that quenches the thirst of the curiosity I just had. Hey, how about we go play some? Uh, Would you guys like to hear my favorite racist joke, me Aaron? <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> How could you possibly uh, narrow it down from all the ones you know, Aaron? If Carlisle was Aaron, we wouldn't have this story that we're telling mm. right now. Because he just, because it all came from like a place of curiosity. And I don't want to eat human flesh for the taste of it. I don't crave it. I'm curious for it. Which I think are two like different things. Carlisle, as a vegan. Yes. Would you eat, okay. if Dave were to cut off some of his flesh and feed it to you, would you eat it? Um, morally, I don't really have an issue with that. I just don't like things that taste that gamey. <laughs> see? See, Carlisle's good with it. Mm. Why aren't you good with it, Richard? <laughs> I, I didn't mean, like, from your face or, oh, like, This whole me. time, Dave, I oh, thought okay. you meant from yeah. my face. No, I bet you. I bet you think it's from like some real no, violent I wanted to eat place. Your dick. It's, it's not. It's not sexy. It's. I just wanted to eat like your ass. Like a like. <laughs> All right, Carla, tell me more about this song. Okay, um, <laughs> we go back to the verse now. We've got a little more. I don't think there was drums in the first verse, but obviously now we're in a we're in a post-chorus world. We're in a world where the chorus has happened and the world's had to adapt. Um, the so now we've got drums. I think we might have a little chugs of the guitar, but we've kind of gone back to that orchestral theme that we had in the first verse. We return to that lyrical structure I, I talked about, where there's two quarter notes and then a run. Da 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 da. Um, there's got that snowballing uh, effect back. Um, yeah, do you, do you want to take the, the next lyrics there, Dave? Okay, cool. You walk by the river as you start to shiver to headlights are following you. As he pulls you closer, my engine's ticking over. It's my choice to do what I do. Fun stuff. Yeah. Um, what the, what the fuck? What? Well, this you got to is... remember, Dave. It's a concept album. That means everything's okay. Uh, it's all good. Not to mention it's two concept albums, because in the Bastard Theory, right? Which we um, haven't mentioned yet. Yeah, so the it's um, maybe... <laughs> so Kenny and Kyle, his friends, were kidnapped by the metalheads belonging to Good and Bad Charlotte, um, apparently. And the... <laughs> We recorded that like two months ago. <laughs> I just do not remember it. But he, um, maybe he's tracked one of them down. Mm. They've fallen for one of their robot captors. Or maybe like it's Stockholm Syndrome. And like, so it's like Kenny is, or David, Will, Will. Kenny, Kyle, or Will mm. um, is with, so it could be with Bad Charlotte. Maybe, you know, they're like, they've fallen for each other in this twisted way and james is just trying to save them you know like it, they're the captor there's a kidnap victim he wants to save them yeah. he doesn't want to endanger them and both. so when he's saying i'd never run him over i wouldn't want to dent my car he means he also he means to add and also he's my friend yeah but also um if you drive that big hunk of machinery into a machinist mm. like bad charlotte they could use it against you and in, in 
probably ways you could not fathom, you know. Mm. If bad mm. Charlotte dents your car, you've just given them a weapon. Car dent. Yeah. Like our old dent. The Shake. toothpaste. It's like toothpaste for them. <laughs> wow! <laughs> yeah, man. Um, so... <laughs> We get the, this uh, is going in the in the wrap up that we sent that we sent to um yeah, <laughs> sent to future guests <laughs> that the metalheads brush their teeth with dented cars. We get a repetition of ten steps away from you, from you and him. Redemption is that a sin? He's still doubling um, down on that this word. Time, yeah, he's still doubling down on that word. Um, but this time we get is that a sin? We talked about it. Um, not the last episode, but the episode before that, I think. We're talking about James going into a register that he doesn't tend to go into. And if this were a busted song, they'd leave that to Charlie. Um, but it, yeah, he gets really gruff with this one. gets quite fry. He goes very high. Mm. It gets very intense when he goes, is that a sin? I think it sounds really good. It's the kind of thing I wish he'd do more often because he does actually sound pretty good. He does, he battles with a few different vocal styles and I think he kind of struggles to make a lot of them compelling. I yeah. think the worst example, we talked about um, when we did that bonus episode on a million James Bourne projects, that he did one where he did a lot of like bluesy stuff and it absolutely does not work with his pop punk Yeah, he did, he did like voice. a few country songs. Yeah. Oh, and wow. that's, you know, that's He wrote fine. country music. As I made a point at the time, like, I don't consider that like a personal attack against him. People have things their voices are suited for and things they're not. Um, but yeah, like he, we never see him go for these kind of more intense, gr- harsher, more, more metally vocals. It sounds pretty good. I kind of wish he would. Yeah. What What do you think of that bit? No, the same, same thoughts. I, I praised his that vocal sort of register in uh, parties over. Yeah. But yeah. That's it. Um, yeah, so we get a repeat of the chorus, and then there's this fun little uh, breakdown to use drum and bass yeah. terminology, <laughs> um, and the opposite of what it is uh, <laughs> in terms of feeling, <laughs> um, where it strips back. Um, yeah, breaks down. It breaks down. Uh, it yeah, everything strips out. I think it's just piano or maybe just strings and, and vocals um and we get i'm talking about a split decision made in anger you know i richard you haven't read in a while do you want to do dave hasn't read in a while no oh no he did wait mm-hmm. oh, i did the did. last one um i'm talking about a split decision made in anger you know i'm talking something that could change my life forever is it worth it no is it worth it no <laughs> No. Should I stay here and watch the show, or maybe it's time to go? I, uh, never... I like that because it's <laughs> it's kind of you know, um, it's time to go physically from this location, but also like this relationship is clearly not something is worth sticking with. She's willing mm. to do this to me. Should I stay here and and watch the show? Should I wallow in self pity that this would cause? Yeah, me, I think the or... stay here and watch the show is Certainly should not. I watch? My girlfriend. Yeah, it's definitely a, a cuck thing. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> oh, I did not get that the first time. But I like this song now, actually. Now, <laughs> now that I know it's about cuckolding. 
<laughs> Finally, music for the modern man. <laughs> for the modern <laughs> liberal male. <laughs> when you said modern, I thought you said bottom. <laughs> <laughs> We get a repetition of the chorus, but something pretty, pretty major happens in, in this. I shouldn't use the word major because that has actual. Yeah, the major key. Uh, but the. I know. Um, Don't you worry. <laughs> God, you've learned so much from me in such a short time. The. <laughs> the yeah, when, when we get to. I'm going to go out, get drunk with my friends, try to get myself out of this funk. It echoes back this funk. It's so he goes try to get myself out of this, and then it echoes back out of this, out of this, out of this funk, and that resolves on three and of the next bar, and then it goes into the next thing, which means I'm pretty sure in the first time in this entire podcast, we're in our fifth season now, this is the first time change I think we've ever discussed. Wow. This is a bar of seven four before going into a guitar solo. <laughs> David's mouth is agape. Wow. Yeah. I've taken it. I think this and you is don't the really, only you time really, You don't really see 7-4 in pop music, really. Like no. I took a screenshot of Dave's agape mouth. If um, <laughs> if you go... Uh, Carl, I'll get you to post this on the Discord. Um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> as, um, I'll put the, the responsibility <laughs> upon you. Um, and also, because I want everyone to see how cute Dave's hair is tonight. Like, it's... Dave... He do, it does look good. Yeah, you look He's a very fucking adorable. I'm sending it to oh, thank you. the group chat. And then Carlisle, you can <laughs> refer back to this when someone says, where's the picture of Dave? The great thing about this is it's literally your Discord server. Also, so we get, as I said, after that bar of seven, we Mm -hmm. go back to four and we get a guitar solo. That guitar solo, that's actually, we do get an anticipation of that guitar solo while that chorus is playing. It started in the background, but comes into the foreground after that funk, which is fun because the last word is funk. Ask as well. So I know you've said this is the first time in five seasons we've had a a time change. Generally speaking in like popular music, how common mm-hmm. is the time change in popular music not common at all right. um you know it like it that's very cultural as well in western music it's not very cultural which means it means it's not very common which means in western music genres right where you are likely to have time changes that tends to define the genre Mm. um like so prog metal prog rock is more is quite defined by how it uses it uses time changes and math rock is called math rock because (laughs) you're counting different all the time and the the kind of difference between those is in math rock it tends to be a lot more frenetic it tends to be faster it tends to be a lot more noticeable it's it's kind of meant to sound a bit more abrupt when it changes time it's not meant to to go smoothly yeah so is there Um, like a um a famous song that like uses a time change so by far the most famous song i can think of that uses a time change would be outcasts hey ya oh yeah Mm. Um, which has a bar of six in between where he goes, map, I'll count with my hands, but like, um, 
obviously people listening at home won't hear, but it'll just remind me what the word is where most of the time it goes it's in four and then there's a bar of six nestled in every few loops and it's my baby don't mess around because she loves me so and this i know for sure so that the no four are beats five and six i was like my baby one my baby don't mess around because she loves me so and this i know for sure um so that there is an extra two bars slotted in or depending on how you look at it there's a two beats that are taken away before the next bar comes in um but yeah like it Depending on how you use it, if you're someone as endlessly creative as Andre 3000, you can make it so smooth that most people, like everyone in the world is aware of that song, Mm. but most people haven't done that. It's not because it's like hidden or anything. It's just, it's so smooth and rhythmically enjoyable that unlike math rock, and that's not to say that math rock time changes are bad. I'm in a math rock band, but um, they're kind of designed to be a bit more abrasive and abrupt and you're meant to notice them yeah. and in prog mm. you in prog it's meant to be slightly less noticeable um trying to think if there are other like there are like people who are sort of in the mainstream that do kind of like to do time changes and stuff i, I think by, probably the person who does it the most is hosea oh yeah but um mm-hmm. yeah so i his his most famous song is take me to church probably do you, you guys know yeah. that song mm-hmm. the the verses to that song are in six and then the chorus is in four um oh. so as time changes go that's not hugely abrupt because it, like it's pretty consistent yeah. for the sections um unlike hey Yar, where it changes within the same section um but the sections in hey Yar don't there aren't really even sections in hey Yar because the, mm. the music is the same more or less the whole way through and then it's kind of just the vibe <laughs> uh mm. god that mm. song is so good hey Yar's an amazing song um incredible song but yeah, it's like one. My baby's got humor. She's the giggle at a funeral, and then it changes into a more standard. Form generally speaking, more pop music than four. Yeah. So yeah, we get a bar of seven, and yeah, generally when when there is time changes in Western music, in Western popular music rather, it tends to be three, four to four, four. Yeah. Because those are the most common. Um, not everything is in. It's not necessarily. Almost all Western popular music is in 4-4 four, four for the whole song. Sometimes you get songs that are in 3-4 for the whole song. Yeah. Um, and okay, very occasionally you get songs that switch from 4 to 3. You don't tend to get other stuff. And 7 is very uncommon. Yeah. I'm going to be... Uh, I'm certainly going to be looking at some David Bennett piano videos after this about um, mm-hmm. time signature changes. Isn't, isn't it like Indian music, uh, a lot of it's in 7? Yeah, like what sounds normal to people from different parts of the world is is completely contextual, you know. Like it, it, we're used to four four, so that's what sounds like normal and what people naturally gravitate to. But if you're from a culture where starting in five is more common, then four can sound a bit jarring the first mm-hmm. time you hear it. Yeah, mm. yeah, I still haven't got my head around sometimes. Which is <laughs> that's it. Yeah, it it's an interesting one, but one. I think it's used to quite good effect here because it comes earlier than you think because naturally you you put it on beat four but beat four doesn't exist so it comes on the three and um or the the seven and if you're calling it one bar of seven you could either look at this as one bar of seven or one bar of four and one bar of three i think it's i i'd argue it's probably one bar of seven just because of the emphasis um so that funk comes a bit earlier which a makes it sound funkier um also makes it sound more 
abrupt which i think kind of works with the um the vibe of the song you know it's kind of mounted to this tension yeah. and anything could go off at any moment and when that kind of like comes in a bit earlier yeah, so it's essentially it like there's one more beat on missing in the song yeah and it, as well it took me a, a little moment to f- figure that out because when i would like sing along to this while i was listening i'd always put the funk late because it naturally falls when if you know if you're coming at it from a more typical viewpoint it naturally should fall on on the four right. as a as an anticipation mm. for the guitar solo but it's it's funkier if it doesn't and it's it's on the word funk it's really fun i i, I i've enjoyed realizing how that have worked you enjoyed learning about that dave you know what i just i'm just so glad that finally i can take a break being the music aficionado and have <laughs> wonderful as carlisle just repeat information i know uh back in like the back of my hand just be able to repeat and listen to it almost like in a musical kind of way like the way you have around words carlisle second to none <laughs> thank you very much just call you one because you're you're the best at it matey <laughs> thank you very much um <laughs> Yeah, I don't really have anything to say about the guitar solo. Often guitar solos aren't really meant to be analyzed musically. Mm, they just go... Um, yeah, they're, they're kind of meant to be to sort of set set dressing and meant to feel improvised and also because they could be quite frenetic. They don't tend to be planned out as much as they are. As, you know, like say the vocal melody would be. But if Chris were here, he probably would try to analyze it a bit more. But he's not, so fuck him uh so yeah, yeah and then you don't want to get re- me started because uh because <laughs> then it would be a four-hour podcast because um i'm the guitar solo guy yeah. <sighs> uh, and then we get a repetition of the last two lines of the chorus which we didn't we actually didn't get as well because it, we, got, we try to get myself out of this funk this i oh, try to get out of this out of this out of, funk and then we get the guitar solo right. and then we finally get the i'd never screw my life up because of how sick you are and it cuts out before the word sick and it's just the vocals finishing on sick you are and then the song is over so we've learned then that kyle has got stockholm syndrome for bad charlotte mm-hmm. that's what we there we go that's the whole busted theory contribution for yep. this episode and that uh metalheads brush their teeth with cars <laughs> good uh so the yeah um oh gosh um well, sometimes at this point in the show, we listen to our voice. I'm just going to check someone else didn't leave us one. I don't know why I said it like that. Obviously, we have the same. We don't get it from like the same person every time. Are you going to take our podcast off Spotify due to Joe Rogan? <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah, probably. I mean, we our, we our fans will follow us wherever we go. Um, but also no because we're with Anchor which is owned by Spotify so I don't think that's an option Um, we don't have a voice memo this time if you'd like to leave us a voice memo uh, find the link at the bottom of the show notes and we will play that during the episode and react to it Um, but yeah we'll move on then to everybody's favourite part of the podcast and what is that Richard? what is that Dave? Yo, that's uh, where we we, we rate the songs and we uh, yeah and we uh, rank them and we give it out of is it out of five or is it out of ten? It's out of ten. Out of ten. And we're gonna take the music out of ten. We'll give our score for the lyrics out of ten. We'll give our score for the personal preference that we have out of ten. Take an average Mm -hmm. of those three scores, and that will determine its overall score and where it goes on our ranked list. And then also Um, a high point and a low point because we always forget to do those. And a high point and a low point. Yeah. (laughs) Um. So sick. 
as our guest, uh, Dave, just oh, you made music. me go first last time. You made right, me go do you want, first last time. Do you want me to, you want me to leave last. you to the end? Okay. I want to be Re- able to read the room first. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. Well, Richard, um, music then. Uh, how are you feeling on this one? Uh, I'm going to go uh, seven four. What? Um, seventy-four, four, like Out of seven 10? over four. Um, for the seven. for the unique time signature used in the song. Oh, oh I see. That's uh, yeah. To be fair, I should have got that. Um, yeah, you, you are the music, I guess. Yeah, Dave got it because he. <laughs> but so I while that's to... a funny joke, um, are you are you really going to go with one point seven five as your musical? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, no, I'll go. I'll go a seven, a seven. Yeah, I think this is. I I like that time change a lot. Um, I I think a lot of how the music works in this song stood out to me a lot more than it has for this entire mm. album. I'm I'm just not. And maybe there have been these touches in the other songs, but they just they haven't connected with me. Yeah, well, you haven't had an, um, a, another musical expert guesting on that you had to feel. Like yeah, exactly. Yeah, mm. I, I haven't had someone to bounce off of, but <laughs> but it's... but also but also Carlisle. I just want to say, you know, I I wanted to make you shine this time, and uh, it, was my, <laughs> it was my decision to, to I before I went on the podcast, I was like, I gotta not outshine Carlisle. Hmm. I gotta make you look like the guy. And, and I re- so thank I you very much. For, obviously, I'm gonna cut all this out because it really hurts my credibility if we leave it in but uh <laughs> i'm i uh, do i like it enough for an eight seven feels low but eight sounds a bit much and i definitely didn't like it as much as an eight the first time i heard. I'm, i think i'm gonna say seven point seven five mm. seven three quarters is gonna be for me um all right, Dave, and here, you do not have to read the room, right? The fu- Almost the function of guests on this podcast is Keep to just us in tank tech. what we give the score. <laughs> so whatever you feel, naturally, one. just the music. One. One. Yeah, one. and I'm going off. I'm just, and I'm going off, like, just... I don't want to get into the nitty-gritty of it. I mean, we could talk time signatures. <laughs> we could talk drum and the bass. We could talk about, you know, who is this really for? But I just want to go off like a cold read of how I felt during the song. Mm-hmm. And um, I listened to the song, I, I, sw- I swear, like eight times. And every time I went to replay it, I got anxiety. Um, okay. Because I knew I had to listen to the song again. <laughs> and I thought, I thought I'd grasp onto something. But as I listened to it more and more, it just made me realize that I was also trying to avoid the song so i wasn't even like properly listening mm, yeah. to it and so like the actual feel of the song in itself still pissed me off and then okay. i went to listen to it again and after listening to the lyrics it only made mm. me hate it more. and then realizing so you're gonna, gonna podcast go with the... about it too <laughs> yeah and i i was like oh man like this is like i had some i had some points that i had like written but down. it was just comparisons um, of two things yeah, <laughs> and i yeah i really i'm really sorry but it really isn't to my taste and i really I, it's a one it's, it's, a oh, one that is harsh but yeah there we go 5.25 then for music oh that's so low <laughs> this, 
it was it was painful i was like i i thought i liked pop punk pop pop punk i thought i liked it <laughs> do you like, do you I think l- this is because generally on this podcast we we go by convention that one is the minimum and ten is the maximum so you do do you really do you think this is just looking at the music this is the worst it could be yeah, I would want to score this lower, but I know I can't, so I like Crikey. I give it I give it one. Okay. Wow. I I like all American rejects. Have you guys heard of yeah. them? I've, They're yeah. really good. Oh, the little music <laughs> little music <laughs> videos that they have on YouTube. These guys oh, these so guys good. were the rejects from All American Rejects. It's so good. <laughs> and I was like and I I thought that's what I thought that's what this genre of music was. It's like a fun romp, and then I listened to this, and I was like, I just this, I this song. This is a pop punk album, but I, I this song probably I wouldn't call a pop punk song in in isolation. I'd probably just call this. Yeah, a you'd rock probably song. like the rest of the album though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I still stand. Okay, I'm glad I could be the anchor for this. Uh, great. <laughs> that's probably going to be the highest musical score that I'm going to give a song on this album. Um, and that's a 5.25 <laughs> overall for the song. Well, um, I, well, I I'm thought gonna... you gave me the song to be like, oh, finally, a song we can all shit on together. Never assume that. <laughs> Never ever. Not on this show. <laughs> One of my favorite things about doing this show, like one of my favorite moments we've done, is we brought um, AJ on for his second appearance, and mm. showed him what you know in our experience is a, is a relatively palatable song, um, and, and he was like, "Oh, this this song is terrible." Wait, so there a song, and then like it was like pretty middling on the list, and and he was like, "So it gets like worse than this on the list." I'm like, oh, you have no fucking idea, man. <laughs> it's <laughs> <laughs> this is pretty palatable um well i'm willing to go on a limb and uh guess what you get what you put for lyrics then because you said the lyrics made you hate the song even more mm. but uh are you also feeling at a one for lyrics point five guys point, I'm, I'm i'm afraid i must abide by our conventions Nicole, okay i reckon a one but no it's a thin one <laughs> <laughs> one and break it um, barely <laughs> please don't take this personally like i i really enjoy talking about no, and I, you guys talk about the song more than the actual Dave, song i taunted yeah. this man so much that he personally kicked me out of his kicked discord i'm not going to defend him <laughs> But maybe he will in spirit with his score. What do you give the lyrics, Richard? Ten. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> uh, uh, lyrics, yeah, like I said, they're, they're just creepy, but they are fun. So it's like the the sort of the fun irony and the like sort of childish like. Yeah. Um, there's a song by uh, Jaron and the Long Road to Ruin, which like always reminded me of this song, or the mm. Long Road to Love, I think it's called. Um, and it's called um pray for you and the whole thing is like hey we broke up but i'm still gonna pray for you and it's like i pray your brakes go out running down a hill i pray a flower pot falls from the windowsill um but all the verses are like yeah i'm gonna pray for you because i'm the better man and then the chorus is like i pray all these horrible things happen to you yeah Um, that's good and 
uh yeah i don't know there, there, so there's like a fun comedy to the lyrics but the rest of it is like so creepy that it's like but then it's the characters i i'd give this a five a five really because i i i think i think they're actually quite good i the the only thing that really brings it down for me is the redemption thing which we couldn't really get around <laughs> but yeah no i i think it's um just i i think it's an interesting story i think the humor in it's quite good i i enjoy the the bit of the dark edge that it that it has yeah i i i might even say a seven for me actually no, I'll, I'll give it a six okay so for all of us then that's 4.67 last time i was on here i was so cordial i was like i don't want to ruin this baby i don't want to like i felt really guilty and but now 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 i'm here baby now (laughs) god that's so sick that you do that you're you're a sick man dude (laughs) oh my goodness um uh yeah, per- personal personal preference. What what I I'm I could go out on a limb here and guess Dave's. Are uh, unless you think the sum is better than its parts, but I reckon you don't. Um, in fact, you made it sound like the sum was worse than its parts, but we've already <laughs> hit the minimum. So, uh, would you I know be correct me. in thinking you put a one for personal preference? I'm a I'm a I'm a I'm a merciful man, Carlisle, and all I heard that last minute of you talking was mercy. Please, sir, show some mercy. <laughs> and I'm going to care for that. I'm going to give the song a five. <laughs> a 1.1. 1. 1. <laughs> <laughs> Let them eat cake. Or, or, or it's still a one, but put thick one in brackets, please. <laughs> um, nah, put that curvy one in there and put down a five. All right. <laughs> do, do you actually believe that? Do you believe yeah, it's a, yeah, 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 a one for a music, five, a one it. for lyrics, and a five for personal preference? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. All I right. love the idea of you only ever referring to five as a curvy one <laughs> the amount of like sticky situations that would end you up in. <laughs> hey can i get curvy one chicken nuggets especially because like the culture because in the uk that's a two yeah because it goes the other way eh? because you're in the northern hemisphere yeah <laughs> Um, it's crazy because um, all of the uh, in the Philippines there's one one area uh, right on the equator where five is on its side. <laughs> that was way too long. That was way too many words. I, I think, I think <laughs> equator like it, fuck. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna go seven. This is one of the one of the, my all the songs I like on the album, but not yeah. in love with it. And you know what? I think that the, the I, I I think I'm going to go 7.75 again I've really it didn't make me think that much of it when I heard about it but thinking about it for this show has really has really ameliorated this song for me ooh ooh what a word thank you um so which means altogether 6.58 so that's a very clean 5.5 average that is clean which puts it above loser kid and below the entirety of Call Me When I'm 18. Um, yeah, in 61st. So there you go. New 61st place is Son of Dorks. Sick. Um, now, Dave, I am going to ask you to, to 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 try your very hardest to pick out your favorite positive thing from this song. <laughs> What's your high my point f- of the song? 
Um, I think the high point of the song is definitely not the start of the song. Uh, <laughs> I the hate start. that part. Oh, I. That you know, well, you know what else it isn't? It's also not the guitar. That that sucks. <laughs> Too. You know, I'm going to start um, in the low point column, actually. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm almost there. I'm almost there. I'm almost there. I'm almost there. I think, I think the thing that I really like is how simple the rhyme scheme is. Okay. You know? When I was reading it, I was like, oh yeah, I could, I could skip to this. These words rhyme. <laughs> these, <laughs> these are some shared uh, consonants. Oh uh, shit! The way you use car and scar, I was like, oh man, add a bendy, add a bendy letter, and you got a rhyme. For Dude, example, it is, it is it's ten fifty two. Scar yeah. do rhyme. All right, I've put that in there. <laughs> Richard, you got a high point. Um. The start, the guitar. Um, <laughs> uh, I like the, uh, the sense of humor. Sense of humor, I agree. Um, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm going to say the way resolution is used in the chorus. There's two ways it's yeah. used quite effectively, I think. Um, the time change. And yeah, I would double down on the humor. I think that's... it's. I think it's, I think it's very well written, this song. And... Low point for me. It's uh, it's going to be the only like I. So we were talking about maybe it's a cheating scenario. Maybe it is just a stalking scenario. I think that's fun ambiguity. I think that's ambiguity that serves the song where people can have a different in- interpretation. Mm. I think the redemption thing is bad ambiguity. I think it's just unclear because he wasn't sure <laughs> what he was actually writing. I'm going to write so uh, redemption just in quotation marks. That's my low mm. point. Um. Is there anything else that stands out to you as being the worst thing, Dave? Uh, I reckon the worst thing about this song is the fact that you can only listen to it on 360p on YouTube. <laughs> Not on it's Spotify the only, in it's Zealand. The only way. <laughs> <laughs> like, is that really a bad thing, though, Dave, for you? Yeah, that's a real. I think they really like. Right, so if the, this was on Spotify, you think you would have quite liked it? I reckon, like, <laughs> just it knowing that it, it sits it, there next to Joe Rogan, you'd be happy. It wouldn't be the worst thing about this song. <laughs> it wouldn't be the worst thing on Spotify. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, th- finally Neil Young is on yeah, it. Yeah, fucking you know? get rid of that. Old I hate that shit. fucking guy. Um, <laughs> you got anything, Richard? Uh, I mean, yeah, redemption. Mm. Um, no nothing else okay well in that case that is a wrap on sick by son of dork actually no uh, I've thought of a low point okay that, that the, is not a wrap on sick of son of dork I apologize <laughs> unwrapping um, I think that the you, you know like if you view this as like a comedy song you could have made like given more examples and the repetitions of the chorus yes yeah yeah the point that aj likes to make was on this yeah this Mm. um a sec a a second lyrical chorus would have benefited the song which they do i hadn't thought about this album yeah Yeah, that's interesting Hmm. all right so thank you everybody so much for listening we were joined today by david correos thank you so much for coming on dave 
Thank you, for- thank you very much for having me. I actually, I had a, I had a really fun time. Please, please don't uh, think the way I view the song is how I view the experience on this podcast. No, I had no. a lot of fun, and thank you very much for having me on again. Otherwise, if we thought through that lens, we'd be like, God, every single guest we've ever had on it hates us. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, thank you so much for, for coming on. Where can people find you? Uh, you can find me just type in David Post Office on most social media platforms, and uh, you'll probably find me. Instagram and Twitch are the main ones. Nice. What are you What are you streaming at the moment on Twitch? I'm streaming Super Auto Pets. Wonderful game. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Right. Well, if you'd like to get in touch with us, you can find us um, at Pod for Everyone on Twitter and on Facebook. You can email a podcast for everyone at gmail.com. If you want to leave us a voice memo, uh, you can do that at the link at the bottom of the show notes. But most importantly, if you want to come and talk to other fans of the show, come and talk to us, you can find a link for the Cult Popture Discord server in the show notes. And in that Discord server is a channel for this podcast with some very wonderful people who who have a lot of, have their own theories and things like that about <laughs> the Busted Theory. So if you want to come and be involved with that discussion... Uh, please drop in drop us a line we'd love to see you and thank you for listening we will see you next week bye bye I don't know about you guys but I'm going to listen to some Matchbox 20 because I've been thinking about them this whole podcast yeah Yeah. Smooth by Santana and Rob Thomas oh my god what a should I mention Richard should I mention the 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 fiction that I'm writing and say go on if you want to read that go on yeah if one person asks for it you'll post it yeah and okay. the photo of Dave. <laughs> um, I so this is this is going to be nonsense to people who didn't listen to the last season of this show, mm. but including if Dave, a, who's still here. Yeah, if if you're a hardcore <laughs> fan of this show, um, you'll remember that at the end of the last season, we wrapped a bunch of different characters up in a little pocket dimension and said they would just get out somehow and then be around for the next season. I have started writing a multi-part fiction about that it's not comedy confoundingly it's like a serious story about those characters in that sci-fi dimension and stuff and how they get out and how a, how matt prime is made and setting up the season next i it's not something i'm confident on so it's something that if people are curious about and want to give me feedback on um i will post it in the discord server so if that interests you join the discord server and help me write it all right thanks for listening everybody bye-bye bye